Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, beautiful humans. It is so good to be here with you all as always. And I hope you're all so, so well and ready for another juicy DNM with me and another awesome episode coming up. So today's episode is a question that I got asked on Instagram stories and I put up a little questions box and wanted your feedback, wanted some podcast suggestions, any questions that you have or topics that you'd love to learn more about or know more about. So please go and answer that or send me a DM if you have other ideas for me or specific questions. I, of course, want to create this podcast to serve you. So it is so, so helpful for me to have your suggestions and input in creating these episodes. I love doing that for you. So today's question was, how do I stop comparing myself to others? So we're talking about this whole concept of what I call comparisonitis, where we get stuck in these thought patterns or yeah, these spirals of comparing ourselves to other people. Maybe it's other people online or other people in our world, in our physical world. It doesn't actually matter what, or even if it's just comparing ourselves to an ideal, uh, not necessarily like a physical thing, right? It doesn't actually matter what the same thing applies. So I've got a few points to cover today and I hope they're so helpful Um, and yeah, reach out if you have any further follow-up questions, send me a DM on Instagram, the link is in the show notes. So it's an interesting thing, right? I feel like I have absolutely been in this place before, uh, particularly earlier on in my journey before I'd done a lot of this inner work on myself. And, you know, from time to time, again, still, if I've got a trigger or a pain point, then sometimes I can fall into comparisonitis. But the beautiful thing is that once we have that self-awareness, we can pull ourselves out of it so much faster and quicker, and it doesn't have as much of a toll on us us anymore. So please know that it's, you know, any kind of inner work is not like a linear one-way journey. It's so often up and down and twists and turns and bumps along the road. But, you know, that's just life, right? Our minds, our logical minds just want everything to be linear, but it's so not that way. So please know when we are doing any of this stuff, you'll always have little things that pop up to remind you. And I often talk about it's a remembering you know a relearning so often it's about we already know this stuff it's about relearning it or revisiting the same idea or a similar theme playing out in a different area of our lives and it's just an opportunity uh, to grow to expand and to evolve in into you know the fullest version of you so it's just another opportunity for healing so comparisonitis let's go Look, I just want to first start by let's just challenge this idea of comparing ourselves to other people. 
and or comparing ourselves to someone online or an ideal or something. And I'm just going to say this is so often, I'm going to call them mind games, but you know what I mean here. This is so often inner critic stuff. This is so often in our minds, literally, these thought patterns that go around and around in circle, saying that I'm not good enough compared to the so-and-so, or I'm not doing that, and therefore it means X, Y, Z. And that's just placing a judgment, right? That's your inner critic judging you based on an illusion, essentially. And that's what I want to try and challenge the idea of is that what are we actually comparing ourselves to? And have we got the whole truth? And almost all of the time, you know, 99% of the time, we don't know what's going on in other people's worlds and other people's lives. We don't see behind the scenes. And we don't know what's going on internally for them. And it's almost always nearly impossible to know that for sure, right? Unless you know that person so intimately and they share so much with you openly, right? So can we even truly compare ourselves? Like really? Because we're so, we're not comparing like to like, we're comparing apples and oranges, you know, we're comparing two different things and therefore, of course, you're going to fall short. Of course, it's going to be different because they're not the same thing, right? Even if you were, say, doing the same thing or comparing a certain part of your life to the same part of the other person's life, for example, like maybe I was comparing myself to another life coach online, for example. And so maybe that part seems similar and the exterior or the part that I see online is similar. But I have no idea their backstory. I have no idea about their training, their experience, what's led them to this point. I have no idea about how they feel about themselves internally, their self-worth, their self-belief, their confidence, etc. I have no idea about their financial situation. And almost all the time, we never hear about that online or we never know people's truth around that because mostly people don't talk about that so openly, right? So I have no idea about this person, actually. I might just be comparing that they're saying that they've got X amount of clients or they're doing X amount of projects or it appears that they're living this like dream life. But I actually have no idea. And that my reality that I know so intimately is not necessarily their reality. It's not necessarily what's going on for them intimately, right? Like we don't know those details. We just don't know. There's another thing that I wanted to share here, which I find is so fascinating, especially with social media, right? Because we can so often get caught in those traps of comparing ourselves to others in particular around social media. And that is that if someone was to do the maximum amount of Instagram stories that you could possibly do in one day, which is a hundred Instagram stories, That only equals 10 minutes of their entire life, 10 minutes of their day. So 10 minutes out of a 24 hour period. I don't even know what the percentage is or the pass is around that. That is not my forte, but it is tiny, right? And so we see these tiny, tiny snapshots into people's worlds, into people's lives, but we never, ever get the full truth. And it's almost always that we never know the full story and the backstory and the feelings behind it and what's truly going on for them. 
And so I want to plant this idea in your mind to start to challenge when the the comparisonitis comes up, when you start to compare yourself, start to, you know, take a step back for a moment and be like, oh, I'm comparing myself and maybe write out some of the details. What are the facts that you actually know? What are the things that are actually true? There's evidence for this. And what are the things that we don't know that we're making assumptions about? What are the things that you're comparing yourself to that you don't actually know if it's actually true? I think the other important thing to share here, and I know you guys know this, but you know, Instagram and social media is a highlight reel. It really is. And even though I try as much as I possibly can to keep it real and raw and be authentic and share openly, so often we don't always share the downsides. We don't share the the shadows or the darkness. And I think that's also partly because of human nature, like how we're wired. We so often want to share the good stuff and celebrate the wins and, you know, create positivity. And that's certainly what I try and portray on my Instagram, for example. But that doesn't mean to say that I don't have downtimes and that I don't have bad days and I don't have challenges of my own and grief and sadness and things like that in my life as well. Of course I do, but I predominantly use my platform to educate, to support, and to connect with other beautiful like-minded women, and so I don't often probably do a lot of that, the shadow stuff, right? So maybe this is a loving nudge for me to try and share a little bit more, but also just know that, you know, I think it's partly human nature. You can follow some people online who are so authentic and true and real and raw, which I love. And that's what I am often drawn towards online. I don't know about you guys, but that's certainly what I love, right? Because it's so refreshing and so beautiful and we can connect more. But, you know, there's, there's so many people who are trying to do that as much as they possibly can, but we still even don't have the ability to truly capture someone's life on social media. You know, think of those Instagram stories. We only have the ability to to possibly see 10 minutes in one day, right? And one 24-hour period is only 10 minutes. It's a crazy how much, um, you know, what, what goes on in those other how many odd minutes it was, how many hours there is in that day that we don't see. The other thing I wanted to share here is the idea that it's a psychology principle, essentially, is that our brains are wired to see what we want to see. So we're constantly searching for evidence of what we believe to be true to back up our belief systems. And if you've ever worked for me with me before, I've probably shared this concept with you before because it's such an important one to learn and a really powerful one to start to become aware of because you can then flip it, right? So for example, say uh, you tended to live in your inner critic for a lot of your life and you're in your those fear-based thoughts, you're in your mind a lot, you're an overthinker, overanalyzer, and you are quite critical of yourself and the world. And so some people might say that that's a quote-unquote negative mindset. And so you're searching for evidence to back up those thoughts, to back up that belief system. So you'll then see more of the negativity. You'll then see more of the examples in your world that are backing up the belief system that you believe. 
And so the wonderful thing is that we can actually flip that, right? And that's what we do with coaching, is that then you can say, well, I choose to believe that I'm worthy just because I'm alive, just because I have a beating heart. And so we then start to look for evidence to support that new belief. And the coolest thing is, is that there's always evidence for whatever you choose to believe in. You just have to find the evidence for it. And so you can either flip the mindset, flip the belief system, or start to choose to look for different evidence to help you cement that new belief system into your psyche. So remember that, I mean, just relating this back to comparison is that remember whatever you're focusing on, whatever you're overanalyzing, whatever is in, in, you know, your belief system at the moment is what you're going to be seeing. It's that that's going to be you looking for the evidence. So if you believe that you're not worthy, if you believe that you're not confident, if you believe that you're not quote unquote successful compared to someone else, if you're looking at someone else's life online and saying they've got this beautiful, wonderful dream life and I don't, then, you know, that's what you're going to find more of. And so I I plant the seed here to consider that. Is this playing out for you in terms of comparisonitis? Are you just searching and finding examples of the things that you believe in, the thoughts and belief systems that you have? And if you are, then wonderful, you've got that beautiful self-awareness. Then now start to flip it. Start to look for evidence to support your new belief system. And then the other point I wanted to make here is that I think when it comes to comparisonitis and comparing ourselves to other people or other ideals or, you know, societal norms is that conditioning plays such a huge role in this. How we're conditioned, how we're brought up, how society teaches us about what's right and wrong and what's cool and not cool and what's okay and not okay. And I think we've come a long way, right, in, in, you know, in history, but we've still got a long way to go, right? I mean, 2020 definitely showed us that, right? And so, you know, start to think about, well, I'm just conditioned to believe that success means X, Y, Z, or I've been conditioned and taught by society and my upbringing or those around me that, you know, in order to be successful, it means that I have to look a certain way or I have to have a certain skin color or I have to have a certain job title or amount of money in the bank or, you know, by 30, I should have a partner and I should be married or by X amount of age, I should have my own house and start having my own family. Because that's what society's taught you to believe is the right, quote unquote, right way. And therefore we're measuring ourselves based on this conditioning. But is that true for you? Is that what you truly believe deep down? Start to challenge that. If it's not what you believe in your core, start to challenge it. Start to create your version of success. Start to believe and listen to your intuition. Start to come back to your inner knowing, your inner wisdom. What does it have to say? So some really practical, easy ways of doing this is if you catch yourself 
uh, doing shoulds or shouldn'ts or thinking in that way, oh, I should do this or I shouldn't do this, then that's a really clear sign that you're probably out of alignment and you're just following conditioning. And come back to what do you want? What are your desires? What do you want to do? So get out of the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. The other things I just wanted to add in here is just a couple of ideas and ways to start opening your mind up to new possibilities and new ways of being or starting to reprogram that conditioning that you've that you've had in your upbringing. And look, we've all had some sort of conditioning, right? All of us have from our upbringings, from the people who are around us, from our caretakers, uh, you know, from our life experiences and situations, from society, from the media, from the part of the world that we grew up in, you know, all sorts of things contribute to that. And so we all have some unconditioning to do. You know, we all have some unraveling of those belief systems around what we believe to be true and what we want, how we want to live, right? And so some ideas around this can be trying to take yourself out of your current world and out of the things that pull you back into that conditioning. So I've shared this before in an earlier podcast, but when I went traveling and I did my big, big OE, I took uh, six months off and I loved it for so many different reasons, but more so because it enabled me to truly find out who my authentic self was and what my special authentic magic was, because I wasn't around the people that were pulling me back into the versions that, of me that they knew of me. And I wasn't getting pulled back into the conditioning that I was brought up in. And no one knew me. So I could just be myself, right? And there's something so, so wonderful and beautiful about that. So if you have experienced some overseas travel, then think back to how it felt when you were traveling. When you didn't have your inner critic going crazy, crazy, or you weren't comparing yourself to others so much, or you were just able to be yourself and you weren't tied to those conditionings and the upbringing that you had, that you kind of get pulled back into at home. So what was that like for you? And if you haven't experienced some sort of travel before, then maybe there's an opportunity to create that sense of freedom and travel and newness away from the same old people or the same old uh, places and conditioning that you have pretty much lived your life in. How could you create that now? And I know that, you know, obviously lots of travelers off the cards for so many people, but maybe you could go to a new cafe Maybe you could go to a new beach. Maybe you could go away for the weekend and go to a new town and start to experiment with that. Do something new to pull you out of those old patterns of conditioning. Other cool ideas is to think about like if you were comparing yourself or getting pulled into conditioning around your work and your career. Other things is like, so if money wasn't a thing, what would I do? Or if I, could, if I could do anything in the world, what could I do? What would I do? Or if I didn't have to prove myself to anyone, who would I be? What would I do? How would I show up in the world? Like imagine you were on like a deserted island or something, or you moved countries, or you knew no one in the new town, or you went to a new place and you didn't know anyone. 
How would you be? What would you do? What's important to you? What really matters? Try start coming back to your authentic magic. Come back to your truth. Come back to your inner knowing. Listen to your intuition. It is your biggest guiding light. It is your your cheerleader, your support system. That inner wisdom that is always there with you. It's just that society pulls us out of that. (laughs) Society often fosters us to live in our minds more and not in our bodies. It fosters us to be logical instead of listening to our intuition and our gut instincts. And I think comparisonitis just slots in there as well because, you know, we're comparing ourselves to other people that we don't know or that we really don't know the behind the scenes of. Or we're, you know, comparing ourselves to this, this is the conditioning of society or of our upbringing. So come back to your truth, come back to your inner knowing, come back to your authentic magic and what's true for you. What's your truth? And start to live from that place. That's when life will feel so much more fulfilling and so much more easeful. Because you're just being you. You don't have to like match up to anyone else. You don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. You don't have to just follow the norms and do the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. You just do you. You do you. I hope that answers your question, beautiful woman. If you have other questions and podcast ideas and topics for me, please send them my way. I would love to create an episode for you specifically. We can do it anonymously, of course. So just send me a DM on Instagram and I will get back to you really shortly. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week, beauties. And here's to being more you than you ever have before. Much love. Bye wasn't that epic for all of the details and things we talked about in today's show you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast and if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode then please share it with them and while you're there i would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in itunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 